Hello, Greenvillians, and welcome to another episode of Greenville Mike. This is our podcast where we're talking about our life in Greenville, what's going on in Greenville, including our takes on noteworthy news, events, food, and more. I'm Will. And I'm Tracy. This week, a Cleveland Park goes underwater. Our New Year's resolutions update $728 million that is being invested into the upstate. Restaurant week has begun and more. Welcome to the Weekly Rundown. This episode is brought to you in part by Common Pops, delicious frozen popsicles made right here in Greenville, South Carolina. If you made a New Year's resolution to eat less processed food and more fruit, we have good news for you. Common Pops are made with locally sourced fruit and ingredients from local farms around the upstate. Common ingredients, but uncommon deliciousness. Visit commonpops.com or at Common Pops on Instagram to see how to get your hands on a pop near you. All right. So you were definitely right in the fact that Cleveland Park was underwater. Yeah. It that was, was crazy. It was so crazy. The pictures were insane. Who shot those videos? Somebody was promoting their videography business or something. Yeah. And I don't I don't remember. I mean, they had some dramatic shots of Cleveland Park. It was like the swing set was underwater. Oh, yeah. The like Julie Valentine um, sculpture yeah. thing was almost completely underwater. That yeah. was nuts. It is nuts. We got a lot of rain in a very short amount of time. And it always blows my mind how parks get so flooded. But we did learn that parks are intentionally built in floodplains. Yes. So they're made to flood. So they're made to flood. Yeah. My friend Rick told me that apparently we got a month's worth of rain in a day, or at least we were like forecasted to. Wow. So that's pretty crazy. I mean, our backyard was pretty flooded. Yeah. And then it rained pretty hard again on Friday. Yeah. So. Enjoy that rain, y'all. I know. It was funny because... Farmers um, rejoice. The farmers rejoice. <laughs> uh, some businesses were posting things on Instagram. Everyone was talking about the rain. It was kind of funny. Like, people were like, is it raining? You know, like, with a meme or whatever. Question mark. Um, yeah, but, like, day drinkers and methodical made pretty funny videos talking about the rain, which I thought was genius, honestly. Oh, yeah. Methodicals was so funny. It was really, really funny. If you haven't seen it, it's like from all their different locations it's like they had weather people at each one like outside in the rain with like yeah. random objects for microphones one reporting of them, on the weather yeah one of them was like mopping yeah that was pretty funny <laughs> that um, was awesome and then claire's was giving away free scoops to parents who had their kids home for the day which was also genius because Just baller move poor parents man Gotta support those parents. It's hard on days, especially parents that work full time. Yep. And then they're just told, oh, it's an e-learning day. They're like, oh, gosh, like, got to figure this out. I know. I feel like the pandemic was hard. Obviously, the pandemic was hard for that reason. But at least during the pandemic, like, you knew it was happening, you know? Yeah. Uh, but this is like, I feel like pretty soon turnaround. It's like, mm -hmm. oh, crap, in two days or in one day. I don't know how much notice there was. Not much. Like 48 hours tops tops yeah yeah and it's like all right your kid's gonna be home so it's like oh crap we gotta figure something out yeah figure it out um but the crazy thing is if it had been 10 degrees colder we would have had a blizzard that's what i'm waiting for yeah and i just feel like i feel like my hopes are going to be dashed for snow you think so i just i don't know i feel like a lot of times when it does snow you have these little like um 
there's days where there's high probability beforehand. You know, there's signs in like, oh, we got really close to snow in November and December. And mm-hmm. then you get like a snow. You know, I feel like it's Maybe. not like, hey, we've had a bunch of like warmish days. I mean, I guess it hasn't been that warm. But yeah. it just feels like we've had 0% chance of snow any day all winter. Yeah. And so my hopes aren't high. I mean, I keep seeing it pop up on the radar. So my hopes are a little high. Really? Yeah. It'll be like 40 for 40% chance of snow slash rain. If they give like a 80% chance of snow, we're buying sleds yeah, we're, on Amazon. We're Amazoning those. Like within the hour. Yeah. Oh, for sure. We have some good hills in our neighborhood. We do. That's the like one of the perks of our neighborhood. Yeah. Terrible for running, but it's great for sledding. Yep. It was made for sledding. Too bad it never snows. (laughs) I know. But I I still have hope. So I'm going to keep checking the radar. And yeah. All right. Keep praying, guys. Keep praying. Um, But next, I think we need to give a little New Year's resolution update slash personal update slash what we're up to this weekend. Just a little peek into Will and Tracy's life. A little peek into our life. I feel like the people want to know. At least like. Our family wants to know. <laughs> <laughs> By the people we meet, our moms want to know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So why don't you get us started? Give us an update about your resolutions. And also, last Friday was Quitter's Day, a.k.a. the day most people give up on their New Year's resolutions. So if were you, you made one us of, this far. Yeah. My question is, were you one of those people? I wasn't a quitter yet. Nice. I have had down days, you know? <laughs> I've had days where I was like, hmm, like, I don't know if I've done so well on this nutrition thing today. Yeah. So I would say both. I mean, the the big ones like nutrition and training for the marathon. I'm still on track. Nice. Both are going pretty well. I've hit a couple hurdles. My main hurdle on the nutrition thing is my stomach has been like pretty wrecked (laughs) on several (laughs) days so far. We're getting really honest here. Really honest. Like, bloating like really bad cramps all right stop there (laughs) i won't say anymore but i don't know why it is so and part of that issue is that i just like started four or five new things at (laughs) once so there's like you know i started drinking more like shakes with whey protein powder and creatine and then i started the the ag1 supplement yep and I don't know what is causing it. I've tried to pare down different things at different times to try and figure it out. They do say on AG1's website that you can experience like stomach discomfort if you like start full on taking a full scoop a day. And so I like backed it down to like a teaspoon and have been slowly moving my way up. Yeah. It's been a couple of good days. But man, that one day, you know, we were trying to go to Lewis Barbecue and I was just like, I'm going to throw up. I just can't make it. We made it all the way. We were like halfway through the line at Lewis and I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> we left. <laughs> yeah. I was like, if you're not going to enjoy this, it's just a waste of money. Let's go. <laughs> I know. I love Lewis, but if you're nauseous, all the smells of oh, the barbecue yeah. and stuff, it's just not your place. No. I mean, you shouldn't be eating out if you're nauseous anyway. <laughs> so nothing on Lewis's fault there. No. That was no. on me, but still trying to figure out. Yeah. It's funny because... <laughs> your body almost in a sense it's like overwhelmed with all this natural yeah healthy stuff yeah it's like never seen a whole grain of fiber in its life and all of a sudden it (laughs) sees one it's like what the heck am i supposed to do with this right but i think it will adjust yeah hopefully it hopefully it will or i'll have to go back to pop tarts and ice cream (laughs) we'll see hopefully not hopefully Um, not and then so my second update 
uh marathon training the only hurdle here is my so there's two big like brands and running watches if people aren't familiar it's like garmin and koros are like the biggest ones and garmin is like very good at like all kinds of like running for sure but like also like lifestyle and health and stuff and koros is like geared towards like hardcore athletes of which i'm like not really one but which you totally are no and me no well i like to pretend i am but the app is so mean it's so mean yeah like i'll go out like i went out today and i ran eight miles albeit slow but it told me to run it slow you know doing some zone two training and it was like I don't know. My, it said like my running fitness went down like several points in my marathon, like projected marathon time went down like five minutes. And I was like, why did I suffer for like, right. you know, like, why are you like saying I'm getting worse when I'm like doing the work you're telling me to do? Yeah. You know? So anyways. No, I know the Coros app is really hardcore. So mean. I like December and even now I've done less running than I've probably done in the last year. And I've just been taking a break because I think it's good to take yeah. a break every now and then. I've still been running. I still run like 15 miles a week, but my like watch is always telling me I'm just like in the negatives for intensity trend and I just know. not doing enough. Yeah. It's kind of toxic. It is. You go run like a hard six miles and something and it'll be like running performance poor. Yeah. And it's like, thanks a lot. I know. It's not an encouraging watch. No, it's really not. Uh, and honestly, it makes me mad because I'm like, if you are exercising, you're getting better, you know? For sure. Like, you're not getting worse. Like, going out and running eight miles, I'm like, I didn't decrease my running fitness. Right. Like, that's dumb. <laughs> like, it's really dumb that it's like, you're wrong. I'm sorry. I know. Like, I don't know if you're the experts or what your algorithm is, but I'm right and you're wrong. Like, I got better yeah, today. Yeah, I know. Maybe we're not hardcore enough for it. I, I don't, don't know. know. I removed that metric from my main screen. Really? I was like, don't show me that anymore. Yeah. Like, you're wrong. That was wise. So anyways, what are your updates? Uh, your resolutions? <laughs> um, so one of mine was to read more books and spend less time on my phone and still struggling with that screen time. I think you've been doing better. Do you think I've been doing better? Yeah. Okay. That's encouraging. You know, it's um, not like you've been like locking your phone in a safe all day, but... Right. I, I've seen you reading a lot more than you okay. did last year. Yeah. So I've already finished one book on the year. Which and we're is, like two weeks in. We're two weeks in. So if I keep going, I might double the amount of books I wanted to read. Yeah. And that that wasn't like a tiny book either. That was no. probably a couple hundred pages. It was like 220. Okay. So there so, you go. I mean, that's solid. I know. I feel like once you get on a roll with reading too, it's almost like it's it's anything. It's once you start running, you're just yep. going to run more and more. It's going to become more fun, more natural. I feel like that's how reading is going to be for me. An object in motion stays in motion. Yeah, exactly. And it's just a, such a true principle in all of life. Yeah. I will say, though, I need a lineup of books. I have several I'm, I'm wanting to read still, um, but I feel like I have to have books I'm really looking forward to. Mm-hmm. And I'm also still trying to figure out what kind of genre I like. From... So like fiction nonfiction, or anything or what do you mean i mean anything like i know that i don't really like fiction yeah anytime i try to read a fiction book i just i've I've read a couple but i can't get into it i don't know why i think i like the real stuff yeah like i still think you haven't found the right genre of fiction maybe not like I think if you're reading like kind of true life, like real world fiction, not fantasy. Yeah. I think you could like it. Right. Maybe I'm just not into fantasy. See, yeah. I don't know. I'm still exploring. Yeah. I like reading books about real people. So You do. You're you're really interested in people's lives. Yes. I 
Which exactly. is a good quality to have. I find people's lives so interesting. Yes. But I also watch reality TV. So I don't know if that's like a good quality. But but, but because you find people's lives interesting and entertaining at times. I do. <laughs> Which, you know, their lives on the reality TV shows are very entertaining. Yes. We finished watching the one on Paris Hilton. Oh, my gosh, y'all. I don't know. We <laughs> Go log into Peacock and watch some of that. I don't that. know how we got sucked in. <laughs> Uh, yeah well her life is so fascinating yeah i'll never forget the one episode where they like got everyone out of their house so because they were having a baby and they didn't want anyone to know and they were like trying to work the laundry machine and they couldn't figure out how to do it that show will seriously (laughs) suck you in if i mean people are probably like i don't know i know people have mixed opinions on paris hilton as did i and so watching it i was like "Mm, i don't know what to think about her um obviously just for a lot of different reasons. But they suck you in. Like she had a child and didn't even tell her family. Yeah. But and it was like a surrogate. Who yeah, had it too. and she surprised her mom with her two week old baby. Yeah. It's like watching a reality TV show of the life of one of the families like living in the capital in the Hunger Games. Exactly. It's just so detached from most people's reality. Yeah. That it's pretty entertaining. Yeah. That was a wild show though. It was a wild show. Um, but it's free on Peacock if anybody wants to watch it. Um, also, Ruby just came in here and just started licking my hand for no reason. Thank you for that, Ruby. Yeah, she needs a walk. That's she our just dog. snuck in. Um, okay, what else? So, slow mornings having great. Uh, just I love I love slow mornings now. I love it. Just get out of bed, read, make some coffee, light a candle, and spend some time alone before the day starts. Yep. I think if you're willing to wake up early enough, anybody can have a slow morning. Yeah, 100%. My sister is a teacher and has to leave for work like before. I think she wakes up at like 4.15 or something, like just to have a slow morning before she has to leave at like 5.30 or, you know, she works so early and she gets up early enough to have a slow morning before work. I mean, if your morning is hectic, that really does set the tone for the rest of your day. Yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah. And then... uh, Oh, yeah. Eating less sugar. I think that's been great for us. I think we've actually done really well with that. And yeah, we've given ourselves occasional treats. Yeah, we have. We haven't shut down completely, but for most of the weekdays. I personally think it's unwise to shut down completely. That never ends well. Yeah. That's why people give up. Well, your body needs sugar. Your body needs glucose. It runs on glucose. Okay. You know, that's true. Yeah, but not like brownies. No, not necessarily brownies. But I'm just saying, like, if you're just like, oh, I'm going to eliminate all sugar from my diet, it's like, that's actually not that healthy for you. Okay. But if you can eliminate all, like, added sugar or fructose yes. or something, you know. Speaking of the sugar thing, I've been on a big smoothie kick, too, which I think has helped curb my sweet tooth a little bit because I have it after lunch or with lunch, kind of. And it's almost like that little sweet treat that I need. And I put spinach in it. Yeah. And feel like I'm getting some vegetables. So that's Boom. been exciting. But anyways, that's I, pretty think, hype. I think we should move on. I think we should get into some news because we've got quite a bit this week. Yeah. Well, there's some updates on our New Year's resolutions. Feel free to DM us on Instagram or comment on one of our posts or comment on the YouTube video. Let us know how your resolutions are going. Yeah. Where are YouTube people at? Let us you know. know. Let us know. Give us some comments. Let right. us know your resolutions. <laughs> we want to hear those things. Did you quit? It's okay. It's a safe place here. Be honest. You can share. All right. Let's get into some news. I'll start us. So first up, we've got some restaurant openings in Greenville. City Barbecue is opening today on Woodruff Road. So that's pretty exciting. Uh, I feel like they put that restaurant up pretty quick. Yeah. 
It was like, I don't know, it's right over near the Maravan Center across right. from Sam's Club. And we've been to City Barbecue. Because they, because so. it's a chain. It is a chain. Unless it's like, you know, the an identically named barbecue restaurant with the exact same branding as the one yeah. we went to in Atlanta. No, it's a chain. It's more likely it's a chain. They put that thing up so quick, they know what they're doing. Yeah, that's so, true. Yeah, but it was. It's good. I I like the one we went to in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I feel like this one has a good location on Woodruff too, because it's like right off the highway. Yeah. Yeah. They also have a drive-through. I feel like you oh. don't see a lot of barbecue places with drive-throughs. Yeah. So that's interesting. That is. I don't know if that discredits or credits them i think tbd on that (laughs) tbd we'll let you know (laughs) yeah uh and there's another place opening up tomorrow and it's fresh salads etc so they're gonna have salads wraps and soups and they are opening up actually in the former cream shack location on main street which is confusing i feel like these businesses are playing musical chairs because cream shack is moving to the former blaze pizza location also on Main. Also on Main. Literally, like, I think, like, across the street. Yeah. Like, I don't know what that's all about. <laughs> um, and I don't know what happened to Blaze Pizza, but. They probably moved somewhere else on Main. Maybe. Yeah. They're probably, like, two doors down. I'm not sure. Yeah. Either way, we still have a fresh salads, et cetera. And people were talking about how they wanted a salad place in the Reed's Fine Foods uh, restaurant yeah. that is going out of business. And so maybe this will give them what they want. And then we can actually get an Italian bakery in the Reed's Fine Foods. Or was it like an Italian deli and oh, sorry. grocery? Yeah, that's what I meant. An Italian deli. Either way, yes. And grocery, yes. That'd be hype. That would be hype. All right. You got the next one? Yeah, I got us. Uh, businesses are investing in South Carolina $9.2 billion and $728 million specifically in the upstate. The two investments in our area are ZF Transmissions, which is a vehicle equipment supplier investing $500 million, and then also Nissan Foods. Yep. I think it's Nissan Foods, which is the maker of Top Ramen, investing $228 million in Greenville County. And that's funny because we were just talking about how Top Ramen is going to be kind of by our house at the warehouse. Yeah. The warehouse is by our house. Yep. So it's going to be... Pretty amazing. That'll be pretty amazing. Lots pretty, of ramen going around. Pretty interesting. We'll see what that does to yeah. our area. <laughs> I know. I mean, I, I think it is exciting because like, you know, all of this is going to bring jobs and all those jobs are going to bring like new communities and new people move into the area. And some people might have different reactions to that. You might not want Greenville to grow, but it's growing. So I want Greenville to grow. Yeah, I think. I mean, it's great for the city's economy and for people living here. It's going to be a net positive. For so. sure. All right, next up, Autumn, the giraffe at the zoo turned 18 this past week on January 7th to be exact. So happy birthday, Autumn. Happy birthday. (laughs) And just because I was curious, um, do you know how long giraffes live? I have no idea. Yeah, so their average lifespan is 25 years. I feel like I would have thought longer than that. Really? Yeah. But maybe because elephants live so long. How long do elephants live? I don't know. I feel like we need to look this up. Um, I feel like elephants live a long time. I could be wrong on this. They might. Well, you know, sea turtles live a really long time. So if if elephants don't, maybe you just got them confused. So an African bush elephant is 60 to 70 years. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty long. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's only like a decade shorter than humans, pretty much average lifespan. So. Wow. That's pretty spectacular. You know what animal I wish lived that long? What? A dog. Yeah, I know. 
Ruby would tyrannize us for another like 50 years. Yeah, but I mean. 60 years. What a joy. What a joy that would be. (laughs) Wow. So there you go. Autumn's still got a few more good years left in her, hopefully. She might have longer. That's the average lifespan. So we'll see. Take Autumn to 30. All right, next up. It's restaurant week in South Carolina. So there are several restaurant, uh, several restaurants in Greenville taking part, including Camp, Curian, Fork and Plow, Gianna, and Juniper, just to name a few. All these restaurants will be running specials, some of which are already listed on the Restaurant Week South Carolina website. Usually you can get something special that isn't on their usual menu, which is pretty fun. And they also do things like three courses for $35 or other kind of special deals. So it's a fun way to try out different spots around town. The restaurant, again, restaurantweeksouthcarolina.com. And you can find the Greenfield restaurants on there. Uh, I will say, though, how many restaurant weeks are happening in South Carolina? Like 12? Like I feel like, like there's so many. I mean, all the time. Yeah. every Like every week, it's Monday, and it's like small business week or restaurant week. Right. Or fashion week i don't know fashion about fashion week, week but <laughs> yeah there's definitely multiple restaurant weeks for sure i'm not complaining it's really fun no it is really fun so but they i don't know they were they're deciding the date for the next year they're like let's just let's just run it back in six months yeah i know because i think we actually did it was like six months ago maybe, maybe. there's a separate south carolina restaurant week and a separate greenville that's what i'm thinking week. And I meant to look into that, but I didn't. So okay, maybe People, we'll have that for you next week. Or if you guys want to let us know, yeah. just send us. A Y'all find it out and let us know. Yeah, that'd be great. We'll give you the template. You give us the podcast. Yeah, give us the details. All right. <laughs> okay. Um. Last up for the day, the city of Greenville has purchased two point one acres along the Reedy River in the Nickeltown neighborhood near First Baptist for three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. There was a developer who was wanting to buy this area, but the city wants to keep it as an open space. So this purchase should contribute to the slowing down of gentrification in that area. That's interesting. So that's an open space yeah. that's already there. I'm trying to think where that is. I, I know exactly where it is. Um, so if you like take a left on to, um, is it East Ferris? Yep. And then you're going towards the church, like kind of when we go where we go run. First Baptist is on your right. Yeah. If you're on Ferris. Okay. Yes. But it's like before First Baptist on your right, like on the other side of the river. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. That, I don't think that's like accessible to anyone's space. It's not like a park or anything. Yeah. It's I don't know. It's just open space. Yeah. They should turn it into a park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll submit that. They probably will. I'll submit that opinion. Yep. All right, let's get into some events for your weekend. So today is Martin Luther King Jr. Day, as many of you might know, being off work. There are several events happening today, but one in particular is being put on by United Way, and it's their MLK Day of Service. So this is taking place at various times and locations. United Way hosts this event to give its supporters and the community at large an opportunity to make a difference across Greenville County. You can head to United Way's website for more info. Nice. And also, today is your last day to ice skate at the rink downtown. So get there ASAP if you have not gone but have wanted to. Also, I feel like that's kind of soon. And le- like if you think it's supposed to go all winter, I guess I just assume it would go yeah. all January, you know? Right. And maybe even February. Well, maybe that's some feedback they need. Yeah, keep that thing open. Keep it open. I'm sure there's good reasons why they don't. Yeah, I'm sure. But I'll submit that opinion. Yeah. Next up, 
Double Stamp Brewery and Swamp Rabbit Cafe and Grocery are teaming up for S'mores and Pours every Friday in January. Hallelujah. You can go by Double Stamp Brewery between 5 and 8 p.m. or Swamp Rabbit Cafe and Grocery between 4 p.m. and 7 p.m. and buy a $6 s'mores kit and sip on Double Stamp Craft Brews. Very fun. I love hype. that. We need things in January that are exciting. I so. know, we do. We need it to spice up January. Yeah. S'mores and pours. <laughs> also on Saturday, Storytime on the Steps is happening at M. Judson Booksellers at 10.30 a.m. Kids of all ages are welcome to gather for reading of several new children's books, and the time ends with a complimentary kid-sized cookie from Camilla Kitchen. That's amazing. On Saturday, the Toasty Farmer Greenville Winter Farmer's Market is taking place from 11 to 2 at Fire Forge. There's going to be 50-plus vendors, food trucks, live music, and community classes. And this is happening every Saturday until the end of March. And then also on Saturday, we have the Frosty Farmer Winter Market. Frosty Farmer and Toasty Farmer. And Toasty Farmer. (laughs) Frosty Farmer makes more sense. Yeah. Why Toasty Farmer? Um. Maybe, yeah. the, maybe the Toasty Farmer has made himself toasty and the Frosty Farmer is still cold. Maybe so. I don't it's know. It's a tale of two farmers. Either way, the Frosty Farmer Winter Market is also every Saturday in January through April at Think Tank Brew Lab from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. And they will have locally grown produce, meats, dairy products, and more. And last up on Saturday, the Swamp Rabbits are taking on the Jacksonville Icemen. It's NASCAR night, and they're going to have special jerseys, so that's pretty cool. (laughs) Pretty cool. 7 p.m. at Bon Secours. Nice. And that's it. That's all we have for you guys today. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, Make sure you subscribe and like our podcast. And Yeah. And if you haven't checked us out on YouTube, check us out on YouTube just because you can comment, and we want to hear stuff from people. That would be fun. So hop over on YouTube, comment, say something. Tell us your resolution. Subscribe to us. Subscribe to us. Like this video. Yeah. Give us some props. Right. I don't know. Give us praise. Give us praise. Do it all. Share it with your friends. Yep. Yep. Everything. Whatever makes you and us happy. Yeah. And we'll see you here next week. Catch you next week. Yeah, weekly rundown. See ya. Bye.